ladies. John chapter 1. John chapter 1 in your Bibles. John chapter 1. Let me turn this one off. I don't know which. John chapter 1. John chapter 1, and look at verse 14. John chapter 1 and verse 14. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of Him, and cried, saying, This is He of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for He was before me. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. I want us to think about this morning what the word brought. I believe it's important that we understand the and what we would call the simple things of life, the basic things of life that we leave the Christian life in the Bible, and we get away from so quickly. Uh, they 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 are the foundation of our truth. They are foundation of our salvation, and we depart from them so quickly. And because we depart from them, we get off track with God. We in our mess in our Sunday school lessons this morning. Ask the questions, can a person, can a, what happens if a per, Christian sins, and can a Christian sin? And we learn some great truths in the Word of God as far as salvation. These are the foundation of all that we are. These, these verses give us the foundation of all that we are. I want, to give you a, I, I want to give you some thoughts by way of introduction, and then I want to give you just a couple things out of this portion of Scripture that I believe you can take with you. As we think about the Word becoming flesh, we're approaching the, uh, the Christmas season, the time we talk about the baby in the manger and the way in the manger and, and hark the herald angels sing and, and all those songs we sing about the baby Jesus. And, but the baby Jesus grew in, uh, in wisdom and stature and favor with God and favor with man and he went up that path to the old rugged cross and died for us. Three days later he rose again and he's making intercession for us today. And what he brought that first time is continuing today. And it's there for us. It is as if there's a, a, a fountain flowing over you continuously of these two things that is mentioned here that we should be partaking of and that we should live, be living within. Now, in the garden, Genesis, God said that he created everything and it was good. He created it perfect. It was, as people would say today, it was all good. Everything was perfect. And every flying creature, every cr- uh, crawling creature, uh, every perfect, every plant life was perfect. The king and queen of creation, Adam and Eve, were perfect. They were created perfect. It was all good. And then the record we read in, in Genesis, he took woman out of man. And, they, and he said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. There was no sin. There was no squabbles, no sleeping on the couch, uh, no social hang-ups. And, 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 and it was a wonderful spiritual outlook until sin came knocking. In Genesis chapter 3, 
we learn a great deal about sin. Fast forward to John chapter 1. The Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, the Logos, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Tells us that he was there at creation and he created the earth. And 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 today we live in the time of of uh, uh, that Ad, and realizing Adam and Eve knew God in Genesis one, in John, in John chapter one only a few people knew God. All the pluralism and pantheism and the, all the isms that are out there, even people that don't believe you can know God. The false gods, man, comes in and says, I am God, but the Word did not become God. The Word was God. The Word was God. He didn't become deity. He was deity. The Word did not seek to become all things. The Bible says he he is before all things, and by him all things consist. To the world, this may be a holiday that's coming, but to us, the incarnation of Jesus Christ is the foundation of of our Christianity, and without the incarnation, there is no Christianity. There's no Christian life. The Bible tells us that he was, he was, and and he who who he was, and he, he is who he said he was, and if he weren't, there would be no eternal life. And so when he became flesh, you will you will hear people say, "Well, you 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 trust you cannot trust the interpretations of the Bible. You cannot trust the Bible because they say so many different things about them." I've approached people before, and they said, "You know, there's some there's so many contra- contradictions in the Bible," and I usually hold my Bible out and I say, "Can you show me one?" And they can't. They they said you cannot trust that that <clears throat> the, 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 these these books they contradict each other so they cancel each other out. The Bible's unreliable source. The New Testament cannot be trusted because because the, the, so many people uh, were in on writing the, the the Bible in different places, different times. How do they? How can they be? Uh, how can they interact? How can they be? A unit? How can they be trusted? And they asked that question. The, uh, the manuscripts are unreliable and were probably just made up. <clears throat> then they hang on parts of truth to put with their falsehoods. They have no hook to hang their picture of falsehood on unless they have a little hook of truth. They, 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 the, 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 they say the books of the Bible do not agree. They, they, and have you ever, have you ever heard, sat with somebody in your family when you were a young person? They sat with you as they were, as, as they were a young person and, and they, 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 they began to tell you about everything that surrounded your birth, everything that surrounded your birth. Mona, you're going to have to take him out. And they began to tell you about the nurses and the doctors and the hospital. And and they talked about all the things about your birth 
And then they would go on to tell you about a little bit after your birth, what you would get into. Maybe how you made a mess. Maybe how maybe how you got it got maybe how you tore something up. I used to hear those stories, but I would hear my 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 aunts and uncles and my grandparents talk about that, and I would look at and I'd say, "Well, here I am." It was really true. You see, and and and, and we we look at we look at. Uh, the, this this thing about Christ coming in the flesh, and people are steadily trying to discount that, and trying to say this Bible is just a book of fairy tales. Well, it's not a book of fairy tales. It is. It gives us the truth, and and the world denies the birth of Jesus Christ in in the minds and in their actions. <clears throat> but but you wrap it all up, and you cannot change the fact that the Word became flesh. You say, Pastor Creed, I, I believe that. I believe that. How can I take these scriptures, and how can I take these scriptures daily in my life, and what this scripture says to me, how can I, how can I use it as a spiritual vitamin to give me strength? Well, I want to give you a couple thoughts this morning. I believe they'll be challenging to you, and I want you to think about this. And, and we, just, they, we just got a glimpse of God in the flesh for just a little time. That Folks, he wasn't there long, 30 yeah, 33 years. And he, he, he was gone. And, and we just got a glimpse. We have all the record in the Bible. Amen. We have all the record in the Bible. And uh, uh, we, we, we will see him face to face one day. But how, what can I take from this? What can God, how can I get strength in this thought of the word becoming flesh? I want you to stay with me and I want you to get these two things I want you to take these two things, and I want you to take them, and, 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 I, and I don't want you to do like you do the Tootsie Pop, and you put it in your mouth, and you bite it to get to the inside real quick. You, I want you to just, I just want you to just let it melt away, okay? Amen. And I want you to just, I, I just want you to meditate on these things. I want you to take these two things with you. I want you to take these two things. I want to challenge you to take these two things through the holiday season, through whatever you're going through, and I want to challenge you with these. First of all, I want you to notice in this verse, in, in verses 14 and 16, we see an unending flow of his grace. An unending flow of his grace. Now, stay with me. I want you to understand what it's saying there. Look at verse 14. It says, it says at the end of the verse, full of grace and truth. Look at verse 17. Law... The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. Look at verse 16. It says, and grace for grace. Amen. Let me get you to turn to Colossians chapter 2, just in your Bibles. You got your Bible? Say amen. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. And, and mark these. Colossians chapter 2, and look at verse 9. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9. Are you there? Say amen. amen. For in him dwelleth what? All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now, what is it saying there? 
It is saying at the same time that Jesus came to earth, in him and in that body was the full God. Now, we like to separate God. As a matter of fact, we have denominations. They just, have the whole, they just worship the Holy Spirit. Well, that's only one part of the Godhead. God is, God, God is one God. Three, three personalities. The triune God. And saying in him is all the power of the Godhead bodily. When he walked on this earth, it was God. Amen. God walked on this earth. Amen. When Mary hold, held that baby in her arms, she held God. Amen. She held God. When, when he walked, when, 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 when those disciples were walking with them, they were walking with God. Amen. When he spoke, God was speaking. It, it was, it, it, he was here. He was here. God, all the fullness. All the fullness. Well, you say, well, God was here and God was there. and God, God is everywhere present. You say, well, how can God be everywhere present? He's God. He's God. You say, well, do you understand it? I believe it. Amen. And through faith we understand, the Bible says. Amen. You say, preacher, do, are you, I'm constantly learning. Amen. Amen. And I'm standing on the promises instead of sitting on the premises. Amen. And so, so, we, so, so, so it says that, look at verse 10. Look at, look at verse 10 what it says. Now take it a step further. It says, and ye are what? Now, you say, well, do you know, preacher, I just don't feel like the best. You can be complete in him. And ye are complete in who? In who? Which is the head of all principality and power. Now, let me just tell you something. You can think they're winning downtown on Capitol Hill and doing the crazy things. Or you think they're winning overseas. Or you think they're winning down the street. But they're not. He's the head of it. Their time is running out. They're like that. They're like that little... That little calf on that end of that rope and that got cowboys on that horse and they're going to get to the end of the rope and then their, their feet are going to come out from, from under them and they're going to be tied up and they're going to be tore up from the floor up. He is the head. Do you understand that? Do you understand that when he walked with those Pharisees that mocked him and, and put him down and, and wanted to kill him, he could have turned around and just thought it and they would have been gone. Do you understand that? We, 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 we may understand it, but we don't live that way. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is God's grace is love coming to sinners. And when it says grace for grace, and in him was grace and truth, listen, uh, grace, God's communication of his only son to us is the ultimate love. God and the Word was made flesh, and God said, I love you. God's grace, when poured out, is, is, the, is, is more than adequate. God's grace is more than adequate. And when, and when we receive grace, we were given more than we need. It's, 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 it's like under, sitting under a fountain, uh, and it's just continually coming. You ever heard the phrase drinking out of a fire hose? That's what the grace is. That's what God's grace is. That's what he has brought to you. 
He's not brought he's not brought the spirit of fear. He's not brought the spirit of depression. He's not brought the, the spirit of bitterness. He has brought the spirit of grace. You know, I, I, they, they make all these things you can put on the side of your house for your hose. These diff, you can put multiple hose things. Well, if you don't know how to turn them on, you, you're not going to get any water. You've got to turn the water on. You understand? I'm telling you, folks, you need to, you need to, you need to look to God and understand the grace is there and figure out what you need to get to get that turned on. If you're saved, you have it. But if there's a crimp in the hose... It's not going to come. It's not going to work right, right? If there's a leak in the hose, it's, it's, we, we, need, we need to get on the same page with grace. Now, notice, notice this. I, I, I wrote this down. Grace is one of, the, one of the precious words of our faith. For by grace are ye saved through faith. Amen. For by grace are ye saved. Well, grace, grace will give us physical change. And, and I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, when we're glorified, one day, when we leave this body, when Jesus comes back, he's going to give us a new body. Amen. We're going to be like him. I often talk to people about the tribulation. The tribulation, we're going, to be, we're going to be in the tribulation. We're going to have bodies like him. And I think one of the things they're going to say to me over and over is, says, Pat, don't be walking through walls, messing with people, scaring people. Don't be doing crazy stuff. We'll be tempted. Because we'll have a body like Christ. Hey, hey. Can you imagine? Can you imagine no more pain? You folks that wear glasses, no more glasses. Can you imagine not having to take medication? Huh? No, no more, no more. Hey, listen, listen. There's, there, we're going to have new bodies. Uh, Colossians chapter two and verse ten. It tells us there that the that that we listen. It says we are complete in Him. Amen. We are complete in Him. And while we groan in this body, and while we, while we fight in this body, while we fight the difficult times, the tragedies, the heartaches, listen, one day we're going to have a new body. Look at Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. And I'll have you turn to the scriptures because I want to treat this as a, as a little bit of Bible study so you can write this down. Some people wonder how they can find devotional material. This is good devotional material. Chapter 4, Acts chapter 4, and verse 33. I want you to notice what it says here. It says, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and great, what? Grace was upon them all. It didn't say talent. It said great grace. God's grace. Now, what happened when that grace came? Look at the following verses, church. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for there were they they uh, 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 there were as uh, were possessors of lands and houses, sold them and bought prices of the things that were sold. Now, this is radical. The grace of God came upon those apostles and they preached to them and, and loved those people and taught those people. And you know what they did? They said, you know, so, si sister so-and-so is going without something and, and I don't have any money, but I can go sell something and I can give that money to them to help them. 
Now, I know what you're thinking in your mind. Preacher, you're going to ask us to sell something and give the money. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. That's between you and God. But I'm just saying, when there's grace, when there's grace, it flows out from you. If it's, if it's flowing, it flows out from you. It flows out from you. Listen, it flows out from you. Huh? How many of you have been around somebody that sneezes and they, don't, and, and they don't cover their mouth or their nose? What do you do? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just not saying we're not, don't, don't be going around sneezing on people, but we should be getting that grace out sort of like that. It should be going out. It should be going out. Grace for grace. He says it's, it's a continual flow. Let me say this. And, 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 and let me, uh, it, 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 life is a continual growth that can only exist, exist for God by grace. You can't do the Christian life without grace. You can't do what you're supposed to do. You can't get through without grace. You understand? If I said today, folks, Christians, Faith Independent Baptist Church, we're going to just stop taking in air. See, I'm going to find another church. This guy's a nut. He's, he's a jack wagon. He's, he's flipped his wig. Grace is the air of the Christian life. There's other things to it, but, but, but the Holy Spirit and so on. But grace is the beginning. John Newton was a slave trader. Trader. He ran from the Royal Navy, went to Africa, linked up with a slave trader. God saved him. God saved him. And when God saved him, he did right. right. He wrote Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Grace. It's it, the grace. It's, a, it's, a, it's an overflowing grace. And then it's an unending flow of his truth. Number two, an unending flow of his truth. I want you to think about this. In verse 14, it says, full of grace and truth. And in verse 17, it says this, and truth came by Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the what? The truth and the life. what 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 this verse is saying, folks, just as grace is flowing, truth is flowing from Jesus. That's why the Bible readily says, let God be true and every man a liar. Because the truth, the truth, if we depart from the truth of God, we've departed from the truth. If we depend on the truth from downtown, we're not dependent on the truth of God. Truth is not relative. When grace comes, so does God's revelation of truth. When when, when truth is not relative, it's a derivative of grace. Let me say this, everything is God's truth through the lens of his grace. When we look through the lens of God's grace in our lives, we understand no matter what we're going through, he knows about it, and he has the answer, and he has the help, and he has the comfort. Amen. There's, there, that, 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 but, but, but if we take off the grace lens, we're in trouble. Truth, truth. Now, uh, everything, everything, everything we are 
must be operated within the truth of God. Christians have an entirely different outlook on life than God. Now, we've been praying for Israel. We've been praying for Israel. But when, when that, all that happened over Israel, listen, it's, it's, happened. it's not going to take much more. It's not going to take much more for everything to come into line for Jesus to come back. It's close. It, it will just take another country to get a wild hair. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And we're not too far in America from turning on them. You say, why would you say it? Because I, 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 I know Everything's in place. Everything's in place. Wars and rumors of wars, when that happens. Huh? This same Jesus shall come in like manner as you have seen them go, it says in Acts. And so there's the truth. I want you to notice uh, uh, Christians look to Jesus and eternity with him to live every day in light of the truth. We must live in light of this book. I, I hear some I hear some harebrained things come from pulpits, and the b- book is laying right there, and they make statements. Preachers make statements. So-called preachers make statements, and I'm I'm thinking, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You say, preacher, who are you talking about? Well, I'm, I, I'll just tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you one person that's, that that gives a. Uh, easy belief it doesn't even give you a complete salvation is Joe Osteen. Don't listen to him. Amen. I don't care how much makeup she puts in. Don't listen to Joyce Meyer. She's a heretic. Amen. You say, well, I don't like preacher. I don't. I don't listen. If you get your Bible and you listen to her and what she says and compare it, you'll understand she's a heretic. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people out there that are going to come up and they're going to lather you up and they're going to tell you you're good and you're okay and, and when everything weighs out, God will let you in and it's going to be okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's not what the Bible says. Amen. The Bible says things like, Depart from me, I never knew you, ye that work iniquity, and cast them into the lake of fire. That's real. That's for real, amen? That's, that's not play, playing around. And there's people out there that will say, will say, well, listen, listen, I know what the Bible says, but when you do, when that happens, close your Bible, get up and walk out the door. Or turn the TV off, or turn the radio off, or turn the podcast off. Don't listen to it. Hide your ears. It's not the truth. I, I, I hear people say things out of their mouths today in the world. Say things. They say things. And, and, and they and 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 they're not they're nutty, but they've heard them so many times that they believe them. You know those people in Dominican Republic. You know those public schools down there. They, you know what they told our folks? We don't want that wokeism you guys got up there. We don't want that nonsense going on up in New York, up up in up in your 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 country. We don't want that down here. We can readily we can readily discern 
the untruths in the world. But the sad thing is it's coming into the churches. The truth. And, and God, you say, preacher, God, I know God's grace is just overflowing, but how is God's truth overflowing? It's right here. You got a Bible, you got it. You got it. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, when you, when you get ready to do something or say something or buy something or say, do something to somebody, and, and, and something in you says, hold up. You know who that is? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. The truth steadily flows. Amen. And when Jesus came, he came full of grace and truth. And this is, this is the basis. If you read John, and we went through the book of John, you look at the, you look at the, 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 the life of Christ, it's a continually him working and speaking and doing full of grace and truth. When he healed somebody, it's full of grace and truth. When somebody was made that was blind came back to see, full of grace and truth. When he raised someone from the dead, full of grace and truth. Amen. Now, Jesus came when he was made flesh, and what he brought with him, it's still here, and it's here for you, and it's his grace. And truth. And it's flowing fully. And it's not going to dry up. And it's here for your good. It's here for your life, your Christian life. It's here for you to not live under the circumstances. It's here for you not to live in depression. It's here for you not to think like you're a second class citizen it's here for you to be reassured that you're a child of God and he wants the best for you and he has the best for you and it's wrapped up in grace and truth grace and truth amen now if you're here and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal savior today is the day to get that grace and truth if you are saved if you are saved, living an anemic existence as a Christian, you need to get on your knees and ask God to turn that spigot on in your life once again and show, get you back on the same page with him with this grace and truth. And Christians, the wonderful thing is, the most exciting thing is, is when we get grace and truth in our life. Because truth alone, truth alone, that's tough. Grace alone is not relegated by truth. But when truth, grace and truth are in our lives, it flows out to others. It's going to flow out to others. Amen. It's going to go, flow out to others through your words, through your actions. People see your lives, your legacy, 
in this world will be grace and truth. Let's bow our heads. Heads bowed and eyes closed. No one looking around. You say, preacher, if I die today, I know for sure I'd go to heaven. Christ is my Savior. Heaven is my home. Could you slip your hand up as a testimony? I'm born again. I'm saved. God bless you. God bless you. You may put your hands down. You say, preacher, if I'm, if I'm here, I don't know I'm saved. I would like to know that I'm saved. And, and I want to I wanna let you know so you can pray for me. Would you slip your hand up? Just slip it up and put it back down. I don't know that I'm saved. I'm speaking to Christians. If you're a Christian today and you're away from God, and you know it, you know where you are, and God knows where you are, I want to encourage you to get back on track. And keep it simple. Every day is a day of grace and truth. Grace and truth. Turn it on and let it shine. Father, bless the invitation and work in our hearts in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around. God spoke to your heart. You come. Grace and truth is flowing through my life right now. There's, there's no doubt those people around me, those people around me recognize it. Hey, 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 can you say that? Can you look God in the face and say that? If not, we need to, we need to turn it on.
thank you. Be seated. And let's have some ushers come forward. so Dawn can leave. Dawn's got to go. She'll take it. You go ahead. We want to give, uh, we, we have Carlos and them uh, need a car, and so we want you to give. If you can give today, give. Um, but if not, take an envelope, put it in the offering plate, and I'll be reminding you each day, each time for it because um, they need a car, and we're going to send it. Uh, Brother Arnold, will go, he's going to send the, he's going to send the $2,000 and we just need to replace it. And so we, we got about 1000 already, so we'll, uh, we'll find out what we need to replace and take care of that and keep, keep giving. Amen? Let's pray. Darian, pray for the offering. Heavenly Father, please provide for us, Lord, and these, uh, these uh, people, Lord, and uh, be the gift of the different gifts that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, amen. We're gonna we're gonna change gears for prayer time today. Uh, Brother Anthony went to be with the Lord the other day, and um, we know Tony and Ian and Anthony are together, but uh, there's just a lot of a lot of uh, hurting hearts, and Miss um, Eva's here, and you know it's not the plan to, for your kids to go on before you. And uh, being a mama, it's 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 not it's uh, you know we can't I can't we can't understand that and the hurt she's going through. And the, and 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 the things that she'll have to deal with with God every day, and um, Aubrey's here and her daddy's gone, and um, and God knows. You know, I I was just thinking today on the way to church. You know, it's not hard if you're the one dying. It's those who are left behind. And and so we need we really need. And uh, you folks in the church, I, many of you folks in the church, you have come in today with tears in your eyes. Glade couldn't get through, hardly get through the prayer for the offering because Anthony was one ours, you know. He grew up here. Remember him when he went to Independent, he's a little skinny old dude with a skinny brother. And, and, and this guy named Tony that thought they were, they, they hung the moon. And they were the sharpest guys in the world, and they, you know, and and Tony, Tony Prasad, and um, and um, Tony loved his boys, loved his boys. They were there when he passed, and um, I'm sure Tony was at the gate when he had arrived, and the other day when Anthony arrived, and so they're with Jesus, 
and there's no more struggle. You know, and Anthony Anthony was struggling. Anthony was really struggling with his brother's death. He was struggling with his daddy's death. And he just just called me the other day and said, "Man, I want you to come over for Thanksgiving. We got the house done, getting it ready for rent." And he was so excited. But Anthony Anthony we we wanted Anthony to come to church and get back and you know, when you're hurting, you, you shouldn't hurt by yourself. Right. And and so Ernie, Anthony had all kinds of stuff going that that were just and and struggles. Um. And Miss Eva, I talked turkey to him. I I didn't cut any corners with him. You know, you know, mano y mano. I talked to him because I loved him. And uh, talked to him every week. Fridays, and I'd call him, and um, you know he just he just he missed his brother and his daddy so much. I mean he loved them, and probably they were probably most of his support group. I mean he just everybody else supported him, but they were guys. They understood, and um, Ian Ian what Ian before he went. To be with the Lord, I, it was months before he went to be. He and he and Anthony weren't talking for a little bit, and and I told Ian, I said, "Well, you need to reach out," and he said, "Well," I said, "No, not well," and as Ian would say, "Okay, Pastor, I'll do that," and he mended the fence. But you know, I, I didn't. You know, I I can tell you now, but I didn't. With Tony and Ian and Anthony, I didn't mince words with those guys because we were men, and I just told them what's what. But they know I told them in love. And, um, you know, um, Anthony didn't get back here to church, but he's back with his dad and his brother now. And um, that said, Auntie called me from... New York yesterday, and wanted to know what in the world's going on. What do we? What do we? And what can we? And we, we, we really don't have the answer except in God, and that we can lean on Him. And um, so, what I want to do is I want to, I want to pray with these ladies. And what I want to do is I want the ladies of the church to gather around these ladies here where they sit. And I just want you ladies to take time and pray over them. Would you do that? Fellows, we'll pray silently. Miss Creed, organize them and lead them. And you ladies pray as, as long as you want. We're here. We're not going anywhere. <clears throat> 